Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. How are you, Adele? I'm fine, Jeremy. How are you? I'm good. What do you want to talk about today before we get into our story? Well... Um, last week it was my 30th birthday. Big 3-0, happy birthday. Thank you. And Jeremy made it very special, as well as a bunch of people, especially Leticia and Mac. And then they organized, Jeremy and Leticia and Mac organized a surprise party and a surprise video. So it was all just very... Very nice and wonderful and a perfect quarantine birthday. There you go. Yeah. And then I got a birthday present come in today, which was from Caitlin. Um, She's been on the podcast before, flight attendant Caitlin. And she sent over a duck and it has a flight attendant outfit. <laughs> And you, you like you have a thing for rubber duckies, don't you? Well, they were always in the hotel in Zurich. So I have a collection of them. And now I have the, I guess, master duck. <laughs> the flight attendant duck. <laughs> the in-charge duck. <laughs> in charge of all the smaller ducks. Yep. We're going through another heat wave here in Calgary. It was over 30 degrees today, so... We don't have air conditioning. Not a lot of houses have air conditioning in Calgary because there's not too, too much. There's not too many days of the of the year where you need it, right? Yeah, but we're also, it just depends how the house is built and stuff. And we're, we're in a duplex or whatever you want to call it out here. And so, of course, it's only half the house that can have some sort of circulation. So a whole side of the house you know we're sharing a wall and half of our windows don't open half of our doors don't have screens so it's almost impossible to have like a breeze and flow through yeah mm -hmm. so that that just makes it hard to have like proper airflow so when it's hot we just keep all the windows doors blinds closed and just try to keep it as cool as possible inside which is you know not super effective, but yeah. it's the only thing that we can do because opening anything up, it just makes it worse. Yeah. And then we like try and get the fans going and stuff like that. So yeah, try and keep cool. It's hard to try and keep the animals cool because I mean, like I'm always making the joke, like they're wearing fur coats no matter what time of year. So we do we do our best to keep them cool. You know what? We should probably get the kiddie pool out for Roxy and she, she, see if she wants to go for a little uh, swim tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have to clean it, though. But uh, I don't think it's going to be as hot tomorrow. Oh, okay. That's good, then. Because we had our first bout of hail today. Very, very small amount, but Calgary is known for hail storms. And there was thunder, rain showers, hail. All while it was super, super sunny. So that's Calgary weather, you know, perfectly defined in one sentence. Yeah. And yeah, so that broke the humidity a little bit. Um, So it's a bit cooler now. Of course, we're also recording at 11 p.m. again. So it's 
cooler, but it's not. Well, and we're in the basement too, where it's at least 10 degrees cooler than upstairs. So that's nice too. No, but I was, I was mostly talking about outside. Yeah. Well, but yeah. yeah. Um, and then one more thing is that um, our airline decided to change all the flight numbers. Oh, yeah. And Adele is up in arms about it. <laughs> I mean, Caitlin brought it up to me yesterday, and it is a very upsetting thing because it's <laughs> the flight numbers to Frankfurt across all bases or all all airports have all changed and they kind of just switched them around. So now there's no rhyme or reason to them, at least not that I can see. And now the flight numbers that we've known, at least I've known since I started flying and started working at the airport in Montreal, those are no longer in existence, which is, I don't know. I don't like it. (laughs) You're resistant to change. Yeah. Especially when it it comes to my German flying. Yeah. Don't mess with my German flying. (laughs) I understand. I get it. But Jeremy has prepared something for us to discuss today. He has a story. Of course, he hasn't told me what he's talking about. So I've titled, well, I'll I'll get to the title in a second. But what I wrote on my little script here, I wrote unbelievable story because it is an unbelievable story. So this is a story that could only have happened because there was a flight attendant involved. And that's why I'm sharing it today. Now, this is a personal story. I know all of the people that are involved. So I'll be using some pseudonames to disguise identities. Now, I do call this story, It's a Small World After All. And Adele, for you, feel free to interrupt me at any time if you have like additional questions or if you need some explanation. Um, there's a lot of characters involved in this story, so I'll try and keep it as organized as possible so you know what I'm talking about. It's not quite like Game of Thrones or anything, but you'll see. So we're not allowed to know who this is about? You will in a second. You said you disguised all the names. Not all of them. Oh, okay. Just certain ones. Okay, so this story begins many, many, many years ago in like the late 50s going through the 60s. -hmm. Just north of Montreal. So my mother grew up in a place called Saint-Jérôme, which is in the Laurentians, just north of Montreal. So we're going to be talking about my mother and two of her close friends growing up. So the two friends that we're talking about are Carole and Danielle. So as they're going on with their lives, they all eventually moved away from the Montreal area. At the age of 18, ma tante Carole, we've always called her that, uh, she started her career as a flight attendant. She started with a company called Nordair and went through many mergers and eventually ended up with Canadian Airlines, which then merged with our airline. Carole was influential on encouraging both my sister and I to become flight attendants. She settled west of Toronto Uh, My mother was in the northeast of Toronto, and the other friend, Danielle, was uh, she got married and lived in the UK just outside of London, England. So my mother and Danielle lost touch after a number of years, but Carole, the flight attendant, always kept in touch with everybody. Carole would often bid London flights so that she could visit with Danielle. This will become important later. Okay, so now let's change the subject. We're taking a total left turn, and now we're going to the mid to late 90s. We're going to be talking about my sister. So my sister finishes high school, and then she goes off to university. Of course, the very first holiday when many students visit home, this is in Canada, would be Canadian Thanksgiving. Did you do that when you first went to school? 
Yes, but I was also not very far away. I was two hours drive away. Yeah, same with my sister. She was about two hours away, but you still don't go home every weekend or anything, right? Just when you need to do laundry. Exactly. So before visiting for Canadian Thanksgiving, my sister calls home and says, can she invite her new friend for Thanksgiving? Because he's an exchange student from the UK, and he's going to be alone at school for the holiday. And that's not nice. So we're going to call this friend Alan. Alan and my sister ended up dating for several months. So now we're going to go back to flight attendant Carole. So as my mother and Carole are catching up on the phone, uh, the discussion leads to my sister and how things are going at university. My mother mentions that my sister is dating a new guy, Alan. He's an exchange student from the UK. So Carole probes a little bit further. His name is Alan? He's from the UK? He's an exchange student, and he goes to the same university as your daughter? I know him. My mother, who's baffled, she's like, uh, how do you know this guy who's an exchange student from the UK? Uh, how? Like, how is that possible? Well, it turns out Carole knows of him because the other friend, Danielle, who lives in the UK, this Danielle has a daughter who is dating Alan. So Carole puts my mother in touch with Danielle and they catch up. So we've now find out that Alan is dating Danielle's daughter in the UK. Alan is also dating my sister. They don't know about each other. So Alan thinks that he can get away with two-timing both of these girls because they live on opposite sides of the Atlantic and they're never going to find out about each other. So somehow he chose these two girls without knowing that their mothers grew up together outside of Montreal. So Alan gets caught because of Carole, the flight attendant, because she kept in touch with my mom and Danielle in the UK. So all of the girls dump Alan and he's left alone. <laughs> so Alan got caught because Carole, the flight attendant, was able to keep in touch with both friends on both sides of the Atlantic because of her job. So because of her job as a flight attendant, she was able to thwart this guy's plan of two-timing two these two girls. So the TLDR, exchange student from the UK, dates a girl in Ontario, also has a girlfriend back in the UK. He gets caught since both of these girls' mothers were childhood friends. Their third friend was a flight attendant who kept in touch with both and ratted out the guy when she found out that he was two-timing both of her friend's daughters. I thought this was going to be like a murder mystery. Not quite. Not quite a murder <laughs> mystery. I'm going to have to do some edit editing in there. But so basically, he gets caught because little did he know the two girls he decides to two-time, their mothers grew up really close friends on opposite sides of the Atlantic now. <laughs> so what happened to Alan? <laughs> well, he didn't end up with my sister or the other girl, who, funny enough, had a French-Canadian name as well. So did he go home for Thanksgiving? Well, no, this was before he even started dating my sister. He came to our place for Thanksgiving in uh, in Markham. At the very first holiday, like that, all the kids basically go home for uh, for Thanksgiving. He didn't have anywhere to go. So my sister's like, well, you're a nice guy. Why don't you come home with us? You know, come, you know, come spend Thanksgiving with us in Markham. And, uh, you know, my mom's a good cook. We'll have a good time. And so, you know, they, after that, Alan and my sister got closer and closer. 
Alan's not his real name, by the way. I'm just disguising it. And um, and then they started dating after that. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> is that not like a really crazy story? It is a small world after all. <laughs> That's why I called it that. Like, and you what never are the told chances? me this story before. But what are the chances? Like, I'm looking up at the map right now. We have a map on the wall. I'm looking at the UK. I'm looking at Montreal. I'm looking at Toronto. And it's like, how? He dates a girl there. He dates a girl there. Their mothers grew up together and he was two-timing them. Like, how is that possible? <laughs> that you Like, that's from a movie, clearly. I mean, Alan definitely deserved to get caught. That's what that meant. 100%. means he was not a good boy. And so I, I messaged my sister because I, I started writing this script because I knew I wanted to tell the story. So I write to my sister. Uh, so our podcast this week, I was going to tell the small world story of Alan and how he was caught two-timing the daughters of two childhood friends on opposite sides of the Atlantic because a third friend was a flight attendant. With your permission? And she goes, oh, ha go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not incredible? It's a great story. It's very entertaining. I wish we had more of these stories to tell. Yeah. And fun fact, I mean, this is going back a few years, but uh, after that, my mother got back in touch with her friend Danielle in the UK. And um, for her, one of her milestone birthdays, um, Carol actually brought her on a layover to London and um, and they got to go and like meet up with, with the other Danielle. Which is kind of nice. It was a great story. You said it was going to be short. So it's short. It was. It's probably like 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really short one. But I mean, we don't have to have. Not every episode has to be half an hour. That's true. I mean, that's it. It's all you need for this story. It's true. So unless you have anything else that you would like to discuss this week, I feel like we We can can wrap wrap it up. up. No. Well, I'm going to ask our listeners, do you have any crazy small world stories? Uh, They don't have to be as dramatic as this one, but... uh, (laughs) But yeah, if you if you have any small world stories, uh, we'd love to hear them. You can share it uh, on our Instagram, Twitter, or DM us, or uh, send it to our email. Mm-hmm. And I had a lovely discussion last night with one of our listeners, Tom, on Instagram. Excellent. So, you know, we're, we love to talk to uh, our listeners and uh, get ideas. Todd is also one of the very supportive, frequent um, messaging people. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if anybody out there was following Zoe on her uh, on her cross country trip, uh, let us know what you think of that. We haven't contacted her yet, but we want to get her back on to talk about her uh, her trip and all of her exciting flights on her favorite aircrafts. Yeah, I mean, we definitely need to have her back on, but uh, she sounds like she's very busy, so we might have to, you know, she might have to schedule us in. Yeah, I know. Pencil <laughs> us in. <laughs> and, uh, and we've been talking to Todd. We're going to try and do another episode with him uh, at some point here as well. Yeah, the world is opening up, so everybody's getting a little bit busier and busier, and Jeremy's going to get recalled real soon. I mean, I'm not counting, but uh, I'm exactly 234 numbers away. (laughs) (laughs) So we're hoping that one of these podcasts, you know, it's then the next month or so that we can uh, have a great big uh, celebration for Jeremy getting a call back to flying. Yay. I'm excited. 
You'll get called back soon too. Don't worry. Yeah, but my soon is not as soon as your soon. Yeah, 20 plus years in the airline. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about seniority. You're like at the brink of it finally. You're yeah. like literally a month or two away. Yeah. I am... A couple more months away. Uh, I'm, I keep saying it's probably going to be... No, I'm not saying probably. I'm optimistically thinking December of this year, uh, but more realistically thinking the beginning of 2022. But it all depends on the the need. The yeah, it depends on the flights and uh, the loads and how many flights are coming back and things like that. Like, there's a lot of variables. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense for a lot of people to get called back for the summer months. I mean, vaccinations are ramping up in Canada, and the world is opening up, so. People always travel out during the summer, and now this is perfect timing, so it makes sense. Yep. And then for the Christmas holidays, it would make sense for things to ramp up again. So Absolutely. they're probably going to need a lot more people in the holidays. So if they haven't called back everyone by then, then they're probably going to do a lot of recalls at that point. So maybe it'll get to me at that point. We'll see. Cool. So, um, you know, let's wrap this up because we've been saying that we're going to wrap this up for 10 minutes now. So now <laughs> we've just made it double the length that it needs to be for no reason. Anyways, I hope you're all having a wonderful, we released this on Wednesday. So hopefully you have a wonderful Wednesday. And uh, if you have any travel plans, share them with us. Yeah. We'd love to hear about your upcoming travel plans if you're vaccinated. Oh, I'm also vaccinated. That's oh, also... Oh, you got your second vaccination, yeah. Yeah, I got my second dose. So two Ooh. weeks from last Friday, I'll be actually fully immunized. Perfect. Because that there's always that two-week... Uh, Cooling off period. Yeah, because I can't say that I'm fully protected yet. But, you know, that two weeks and then we're good. And hopefully Jeremy will get his in the next week or so. Hopefully. And then we can possibly start planning a vacation. Yay. Oh, man. Wouldn't it be so fun to do a podcast on location somewhere on a vacation? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've been doing this here for the past year. So, yeah. Want to come back up? Oh, and Roxy's, <laughs> Roxy's showing how agile she is. <laughs> Roxy had some ice cream tonight. <laughs> okay. So, anyone out there, if you are flying, just make sure you're always nice to your flight attendants. Because they might have to save your butt one day and sooner than you think. Woot woot. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.